This podcast contains a few instances of adult language. Viewer discretion is advised. This week on Florida's Fourth Estate, the Easter Bunny delivers some punches to one of his peeps. The bunny beatdown now gone viral, and it has a not-so-excellent ending. Easter Bunny just starts throwing haymakers. Oh. Come <laughs> get some. And when you gotta go, you gotta go. A Florida man stabs his nephew for taking too long in the bathroom. I envision his nephew in there, like, you know, lathering up Blow with his, axe his body hair. spray. <laughs> and this week, we are talking measles. You can transmit it, you know, without knowing mm -hmm. uh, for a couple of days, four or five days before you even become sick with a, a terrible rash that uh, begins to develop from head to toe. We get the frightening facts about the virus from a doctor and discuss why a disease eliminated nearly two decades ago is making a comeback. Hi there. Welcome to Florida's Fourth Estate, your favorite podcast. <laughs> I know it's mine. In the state of Florida. It's, oh, it's my favorite too. My name's Matt Austin. And I'm Ginger Gadsden. We're so happy you're here. As Matt just said, we have a lot to unpack today. So great to have someone who can finally talk about something. We've been trying to get someone to talk about this topic for a while now because it is, has exploded in this country. We're talking about the measles and we have Dr. Al Morales from Nemours Children's Hospital. And he's going to talk about why this thing is so contagious and why we're seeing an outbreak. Like, I call it an outbreak. Would you call it an outbreak right now? There is an outbreak. Yeah, okay. So we'll talk to you about all that's going on with that and why it's so important that the kids be vaccinated because you've actually seen kids who've had measles recently. Well, not recently, but... Uh, Soon enough. Correct. Yeah. I mean, in modern times when something was supposed to have been eliminated and you're, you're treating kids who've, who've had it. Yeah. So we'll talk about that in just a little bit. We're going to do a big thank you to the anti-vaxxers. We appreciate you guys. <laughs> Thanks for bringing this one back. Oh, boy. You know, everything and that is starts. old is new again. Yeah, no. We no, really didn't you. want to put this behind us or anything. No, so, thank you. Uh, thank yeah. you very much. Hey, another outbreak of stupidity <laughs> this week. We've got a lot of crazy stuff. That's always that the case, happened. right? Yes, we're That's never we short have jobs. on crazy stuff. Yeah. So it was uh, Easter recently. Yeah. Uh, so a guy and some of his friends decided we're going to go bar hopping and I'm going to wear a big Easter Bunny outfit. It seems harmless enough. Yeah, not a bad idea. Little did he know he would be getting himself into a fight. Take a look at the video if you're watching this online. There is an Easter Bunny pulling a guy off of a woman. And then Easter Bunny just starts throwing haymakers. Come get some. It's like, oh. He's like, come on. What are you, the tooth fairy? I'm going to take you down. Yeah, it was. We couldn't stop watching this thing because, and we all loved this guy, right? Because he was like a, a vigilante bunny. Oh, yeah. Just coming in and saving the day and saving this woman. I was like, oh, brave bunny. He and, just needs a cape. And we talked to him, and he said this guy spit on this woman and hit her, and that's when he started going yeah. all bunny ballistic. And he was like, he has a code of ethics, and he says, you don't mistreat women. There we go. And he was not going to have it. And I'm like, I am all for this guy. Oh, I, I like him. Guy, yeah, right? everybody loved him. And then fast forward next morning, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we get the news and the mugshot that he's wanted for burglary in New Jersey. Oh, I know. It's terrible. But he I was mean, just trying to bring some candy to those folks. He wasn't trying to take he wasn't anything. He was trying to take anything. I mean, it's good and it's bad. He helped that woman, obviously, <laughs> but bad that. I mean, I guess he thought no one would notice. 
I mean, he's walking around in a bunny suit. Maybe that's why he was yeah. walking around in the bunny he suit. He doesn't want to be identified, it turns well. out. I just love how pure white the suit is. You know, it's just like... <laughs> so clean. It's just like so perfect. Clean. Like yeah, he was yeah, at home, exactly. like scrubbing the thing. That's so. terrible. Yeah, you crazy know. story. Yeah, okay. And so around Easter time, a lot of people like to get bunnies as pets and things like that. And there are other people who like other pets... Uh, more dangerous than bunnies. There was this guy in Florida. He had a bird, and it's called the cassowary. And it's like the size of an emu. They can get to be like six feet tall and weigh like 130, 140 pounds. Well, this bird killed him. But while he was in the hospital dying, his <laughs> dying wish for the bird was to be auctioned off to someone else. Because he said the bird's not to blame. It's a wild animal. But listen to a woman describe just how dangerous a bird this is. Very strong legs, uh, kick defense, claws that can literally gut you because they can jump over four feet in the air. And that can hit about anybody in the midsection. So it's like an emu with a switchblade, <laughs> basically. <laughs> It can jump four feet in the air and slit your throat. I, I can't think of a more soothing pet to have after a hard day of work. Just coming home and maybe it's going to kill you that day. I don't know. Yeah. That's I, insane. What would be better to own that or a lion, you know? Uh, <laughs> Take your pick. I'm, you said he was going to auction it off. No, not he, That was his dying wish. He didn't want the bird killed or euthanized, whatever. He's, it was, um, he wrote it out and said, I want this bird to find another home so it can you know, live on to uh -huh. do what it's supposed to do. So Keep they, killing people. It, well, they had an auction. It's a serial killer bird. And there are people who are in the market for birds like this one. And he had like a bunch of other exotic animals. And what I'm not clear on is if when the bird said bird came up for auction, if he had like a, you know, a little number under his name <laughs> <laughs> to identify him as the bird who's killed his uh, previous yeah. owner. Was there an asterisk? <laughs> like, by I'd the like way, this bird is a murderer. <laughs> This bird will kill you if you go near it into its little so, cage. So, you know, so it, it, it was auctioned off a few days ago. Doc, have you ever uh, had to stitch somebody up from a cassowary injury? Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> Good thing. That's a relief. Yeah, that's terrible. Okay, the other story that really caught my attention this week, you had one job. You know, in <laughs> when you're in a school crossing zone, they tell you it's like a school zone, so they spell out school. Mm -hmm. Or as in one case in Florida, they spelled out school. School. <laughs> Welcome to school, kids. <laughs> that got so many clicks. It was, and you what? can see why. I mean, who put that on the ground in front of a school? So there's no mistaking that that's supposed to say school and went like good job <laughs> <laughs> he's looking at his work like man proud. i'm gonna get a raise after this one i mean it took them less than 24 hours once it was brought to their attention to fix it but this is why it's so important boys and girls to stay in school <laughs> <laughs> but you know I, we've seen things like this before we have and we i have. like to think like if you're the guy down there painting painting the letters or using a stencil right. or something. Maybe you just get mixed up. Maybe you don't actually think it's spelled that way. I'm playing devil's advocate here, no, Gigi. No, Matt. Matt, school is spelled one way. School. <laughs> you sound like a soccer. <laughs> so just go. I think it's a, it's a fun word. It's not correct. <laughs> it's a but new it is, word. It's it going to be in word. the Webster's soon enough. You know what else is fun? What's fun? Floridians. And now, your Floridian of the Week. So, you know, mm. 
when you gotta go you gotta go you gotta go mm -hmm. so there was a florida man in deland yes who had to go to the bathroom his nephew was taking a while i envision his nephew in there like you know lathering up blow drying his, his hair spray. <laughs> <laughs> and uncle is like get out of the bathroom i got to go and like any other reasonable human being, he goes all cassowara on his nephew. <laughs> and he stabs him oh, several times. Yeah. This is awful. And I want you to listen to the aftermath of this on the 911 call. I've been to your three or four times. I've got help coming to you, okay? I need the person that did this to you still there? Yeah. Please, hurry up. Yeah, he's still here. He's my uncle, and he's now no. going to the bathroom because <laughs> he was waiting for me. I mean, that's crazy. That is insane. I mean, I'm from a family of 15, and at one point we grew up in a tiny house, and we had one bathroom. You wanted to kill someone to get in there. One for everybody, one for all 15 kids, or were the parents included? Everyone. So 17 people sharing one bathroom. Yeah, there was. my oldest sister got married before the last baby was born, so... 17 never lived in the house, 16 right. did. Okay. I have three daughters yeah. who share a bathroom. Oh, and my there gosh. there are days I worry one of them's going to build a rocket launcher yes. and just kill us all. I, but you understand <laughs> where this guy is coming from. Oh, but, I get it. I mean, you want to do that, but you just don't. And those kids, now that there are cell phones, it's like you never know what they're doing in there. You know, it's like, what? hey. <laughs> Catching you know, up on the news. Got a whole family out here waiting for you. Yeah. So that's, uh, that's what you deal with in this day and age. So that's your Floridian this that, week? is your Floridian of the week. <laughs> it's, it's terrible. It's <laughs> yeah, always it's, terrible. It's a bad one. All right, so back to what we uh, initially wanted to talk about, and that is an outbreak that's happening in this country that we have not seen in a very long time. So Dr. Al Morales from uh, Nemours has agreed to come and chat with us about what is going on with the measles outbreak right now. Thank you so much for being here with us, first of all, oh, to talk about this subject. Thank you for inviting me. Yeah, uh, measles is uh, a disorder or disease, actually, that we thought was eradicated uh, up until recently in uh, the year 2000. Mm -hmm. uh, the, uh, we had declared some form of eradication or control of the, uh, the, uh, the disease. But uh, since that time, we have had reintroduction externally into the country uh, of measles cases, and because we have a growing population of um, uh, susceptible infants and children and adults now, um, the illness has made a terrible comeback. So for people who are not familiar with what the measles can do to a person or what it actually is, it's a virus. Describe the symptoms, what it looks like, what it does to you. Yeah, it's a virus that's very aggressive, and, and, and it, the reason why I say that it's very aggressive is because it invades you without you really truly knowing that it's in there, uh, and that is called the incubation period, mm -hmm. where you really don't understand that the infection is within you, and you can transmit it, you know, without knowing mm -hmm. uh, for a couple of days, four or five days before you even become sick with a, a terrible rash that uh, begins to develop from head to toe. Initially, you think you have a cold, a little congestion, a little nasal, nasal problem, but then the, uh, the, the rash appears, and it's a very dramatic rash it's from head to toes, and uh, it looks like, a, like, a, like little red welts, and uh, it can make you pretty sick. 
Yeah, yeah, it stinks. And and one thing I think a lot of people are confused by when they see this outbreak, and I know I thought this when it first popped up. I'm like, well, you know, I've had my inoculations and mm-hmm. my kids have gotten their shots. I'm good. How How is it even going to come to this? Even if somebody came to the States, like we should all be good. But not everybody can get their shots, right? There are certain people, you started to touch on this, kids can't get that shot until they're, what, 18 months old? Correct. 15 to 18 months of age is the normal stage when we vaccinate children in a closed environment. Uh, In uh, in areas where we are asking a child to go from uh, a a non-immunized component to an area where there is endemic measles, we can vaccinate as early as six months of age. So... Uh, that's for children who have to travel to a, an endemic area. And so we can go ahead and vaccinate much earlier, but that is not the recommendation. The mm-hmm. recommendation is 15 to 18 months of age, and then at four to five years of age, uh, four to six years of age, I'm sorry, uh, for the second dose. And if a baby happens to get the measles, uh, I would imagine that's pretty bad news, right? That's a tough infection for a little one to fight off. And that is exactly it. Their immune system has not been developed appropriately enough. They don't have all the capacity to go ahead and fight off secondary infections. They become very, very sick, very high fevers, uh, and they can have complications like pneumonias and encephalitis and things of that nature. Yeah. Very serious. And issues. you started to touch uh, on this just a little while ago, but the incubation period where I could have the measles now and feel just fine and not know it, but I'm still contagious. Very highly contagious. <laughs> but that's a, that's what's so scary about it, I, I feel, because before you're even symptomatic, before you start to cough or develop any sort of rash, you can walk into a room and infect that entire room and no one is aware of it. Not only that, you can leave the room and the aerialized component of your secretions that have come that have come there mm-hmm. through your breathing can stay in it, the air it lingers it, in the air wow for two it's, hours yeah so it's not even like a cough or a sneeze it's no. your breathing your, that is blowing this stuff yeah. out. it's airborne correct and it's oh airborne yeah and so th- this is one of the reasons why it's so contagious because of the fact that people uh, think it's just a a contact you know, human mm-hmm. to human, and it's not. You can leave the area, and someone uh, who is susceptible can come into that area and become infected. I, I find that one of the scariest things that I read about it, the incubation period, before you're even symptomatic, and even after you've gotten better, you are still uh, able to transmit it for several days after your symptoms have gone, right? You are correct, Ginger. It's, it's four, <laughs> four to five days after the rash disappears and you start feeling better, you're still highly contagious. Oh, my gosh. So you're contagious con- for weeks yeah. then, huh? It you sounds may, like it. You may be contagious for two to three weeks. <clears throat> so, and just to unpack that whole airborne aspect of it, that's the example I like say for example my husband likes to do yard work and i don't encourage him to come into the house when he's been doing yard work because he stinks and so and i don't have to figure out i walk into a room that he's not even in anymore and i'm like oh donovan's been here because it just lingers that's kind of how that virus is just he doesn't listen to this podcast does he (laughs) he actually does (laughs) it just lingers in the air and so when people travel and that's why like when they say okay places like central florida Disney are such, you know, population. Yes, exactly. For something like that. That's why it's scary. Correct. Uh, 
the general population is usually protected. Uh, once you have had the vaccine, which is about 90% effective, even with one dose, you are protected about 90% of, of, of uh, uh, to avoid a, an infection. Mm -hmm. And with the second dose, you get almost 98.5% protection uh, completely. So it, 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 vaccinations work very, very, very effectively. The problem is, is that throughout the country, we have been developing small pockets of, uh, of uh, children who are susceptible because they have not received their vaccines. And this is so contagious that actually just this week, people out west have been quarantined mm -hmm. uh, because of an outbreak. Does, is that an effective way to deal with it? If we saw a more grand outbreak of the measles, could we be seeing quarantines all over the place? It is the last resort that we have in order to contain a, a, a contagious disorder. Most of the time, quarantine is not necessary except for the person who is infected mm -hmm. to stay at home. That we definitely want to go ahead and quarantine them at home. But I mean, uh, regions are usually not quarantined unless we know of a, of a pocket. Uh, it comes to mind what happened in New York. Uh, there has been areas that have been quarantined completely, not just uh, a, 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 a single patient, but a whole group of people. Yeah. And, you know, we're up to almost 700 cases in this country right now. And it just seems like every day you open the newspaper, or you, you get online, there's a new case. What is it going to take for people to realize that, you know, it wasn't it wasn't eradicated. It was a, a limit considered eliminated. Right. Because we hadn't had a, a, an outbreak in such a long time. So the shots, the immunity, the vaccines were obviously effective. Why would people, obviously more than the, the ones who can't have the shot, why would people just not want to do that to protect their families? The reasons that are given are various. Uh, most people um, uh, state that they have a religious exemption. Um, uh, I don't want to get into that. Sure, no. Particularly, but there really truly is no real effective reason why someone would put family members at risk for such a severe disease. And the other thing, uh, I know a lot of anti-vaxxers are worried about autism. Mm -hmm. Is the science clear on that? They've done pretty long form studies on this at this point, right? Unfortunately, once a, a, a information that gets out there, there are pockets of people who believe in that information. And no matter how much you try to uh, contain that and prove it the other way, it, it's very hard to break to break those molds. But yes, autism is not related to, to any form of vaccination. And I know you say you haven't seen kids recently, very recently, who have had the measles. But the ones you have seen, you know, describe what their symptoms were like and just how bad it was. Uh, effectively, the child gets fevers up to 105. Oh gosh! You can you can go ahead and have seizures at that particular time. You can get dehydrated. Uh, diarrhea may be a, a secondary effect of that. Uh, pneumonias can go ahead and develop. And, and some children who have poor immune response may end up having encephalitis, which is an infection of the brain tissue itself which has many, many consequences. So if you're looking to catch this quick, uh, if, what's the biggest indicator that you have measles as opposed to something like chicken pox or mumps? Or is, is there a good way to tell? Mm. No, that's, what, that's one of the problems, right? Yeah, 
the, it, it starts out like a cold, mm-hmm. and it's not until it manifests itself, either with uh, a, some telltale signs, like a, what's called coplic sign, which is a little white spot in, inside your your mouth. It's, it's a little uh, a grain of salt-like uh, a, a speckle. Um, it, that is diagnosed by physicians, you know, that we begin to think that, you know, mm-hmm. that, there, that there is a, a, a possible measles out case that's going to develop. So if you've had the measles as a child or even as an adult, can you get it again? Not, not really. Uh, potentially speaking, if your immune system is wiped out, yes, you can go ahead and re-get infected, but um, under normal circumstances, no, the answer is no. You Once you're protected, you're protected with 90% protection. Sure, but there was some study, I just read something, and the date was not uh, correct on it. It said if you were born before 1989, but it's really if you were born before 1957 that you should have the vaccine again? Uh, it's before 1957, or during 1957 uh, to I think 1960, if I believe uh, I'm correct, um, the vaccines that we were utilizing was a killed virus. The vaccine that we now utilize is a live uh, attenuated virus, which means that it's partially killed, uh, which makes a better immune response. So for those people who have not had the disease and whose immunity has waned, they are susceptible. And this whole thing could be hard for doctors too, right? You said, uh, you were telling us before we went on air, that you had a meeting with doctors and you asked, who's seeing the measles in this room? <laughs> How did that come out? Well, it didn't come out very strong because of the fact that there were, um, since we have not had that much measles diagnosable uh, in the community, then the physicians currently have not seen active cases of measles. And so, yeah, it, it, it is diagnosable by everybody. No, no question about it. Everybody's yeah. competent to go ahead and do that. But having seen it, you know, it's it's pretty dramatic. And yeah, when no was the last it. time you saw it? It's been a while. It's been, it's been a while. It's been a while. No, you don't even, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're not even counting. Okay. So um, is it, you know, when people say adults have chicken pox, it can be deadly for them. Is it something that's worse for adults than children, or is it the same for it's just nasty for everyone? It's nasty for everybody. It, 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 the more immune incompetency you have, the worse the, 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 the process is. And it can last Unfortunately, there is a complication that can occur 10, 20 years down the line from that, which is appendencephalitis, which can take your life. So well, it's uh, a serious component. After The measles compromises your immune system even when you're better, right? Correct. Doesn't that last for a while after that, so it, it makes you more susceptible to other things? To other things, correct. Yes. Is, there's nothing good about this at all. Which is, I mean, it's Does just the measles make you dance better? Yeah. Well, I mean, I've right. seen no. <laughs> Maybe yeah, that would be nice yeah, if, we, if it, there were one good thing. One that good came thing from that it. you could say about the measles, but there really isn't. If you are not sure if you had the measles as a child, I believe I had the measles as a child, but I'm not sure. Is there a way I can find out if I, don't laugh, is there a way I can find out if I had, like even chicken pox or the measles as a child, is there something I can do? There are titers that we can go ahead and do, but it's really truly not necessary. You probably do have good protection. You also have herd herd protection, and if there was an outbreak, I would recommend that you first get some form of a test done to find out whether you are immune or not and then secondary if you are not to go to go ahead and get vaccinated yeah and then boom you're covered it's just that easy it's like we as human beings find a simple answer 
to a complicated problem and then people start messing it up. It's like, nah, no, we're not gonna do this I anymore. I know, the more I read about this, the more I was like, we, we did this to ourselves because apparently we're the only uh, species that can have the measles. You can't, animals can't get it. No, no one else, can, nothing else can get it, just us, so it is on us. Correct, and we have not eradicated the measles from the world, mm -hmm. therefore we are still susceptible uh, uh, people have enjoyed herd immunity, those who have not been vaccinated have enjoyed herd immunity until now. Now that, that herd immunity is going away because those are the areas and pockets mm. that are being affected. And so what you're saying with that herd immunity, like you're in a big group of people and most people are inoculated and immune. So even if you're not and you're in the middle of them, they're kind of protecting you. They are protecting you. Oh, well, that's OK. There's our positive note. Boom. We should just end it right <laughs> Goodbye. now. No. All right. Have a great week, everybody. Thank you. No, Doc. but if you could just um, for anyone, any parent who's watching or, or listening to this right now and they, for whatever reason, have not had their children vaccinated, but the child is healthy and, and fine. What would you say to that parent? I would strongly advise them to go ahead and vaccinate their children. It, it makes no sense to not vaccinate. The, the, the benefits totally outweigh the, 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 the risks of having a terrible outcome for such a simple disease to, 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 uh, to prevent. And we do the prevention all the time. We do hand washing all the time. It's, that's, that's a prevention of illness. Mm -hmm. and, and it's a simple thing that we do multiple times throughout the day. There is no, no down, downside effect to that. Well, Doc, I appreciate you coming by. This was very good information. And yeah. even if you're not immunized, I'm your herd. Yeah. I'm immunized. <laughs> I'll take care of you, Gigi. Okay, okay. I'm going to stick close with, with this guy. <laughs> Dr. Al Morales, thank you so much it's for being been a here. Thank yeah. you for inviting me. Hey, thank you. great information. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Sir. Thank, thank you. You, you thank are welcome you. back on our show oh. anytime. Thank this you. is Florida's Fourth Estate. I'm Matt Austin. And I'm Ginger Gadsden. We'll talk to you next week. Yeah, do it.